And we give the Lord a praise, everybody. Amen. Let's give the Lord a praise. That's still my kind of singing. Amen. God is good to us. You may be seated. We thank the Lord tonight for what he has done. Thank him for the water baptism in Jesus' name, the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, and the spirit of God to give utterance and for abiding steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Amen. Thank God for my wife in her absence. It's a coward. Amen. Thank God for all of our board of bishops. I kind of put the, them out of the order, but I want to thank God for those our board of bishops first, our presiding bishop, senior bishop, all the ministers that are here tonight and the elders. We are looking for God to do something. Hadn't God blessed us in this revival? Hadn't he blessed us in this revival? Come on, if he's blessed, just say hallelujah. I'll be talking to you from several scriptures tonight, and I want to talk to you about cheap worship. And my message is don't take the sacrifice out of worship. Don't take the sacrifice out of worship. And let me explain something to you because it's very difficult for us to comprehend how worship was in the Old Testament and how worship is today. Uh, the worship didn't involve at some time a lot of music, a lot of clapping, a lot of singing. Most of that incorporated as a type of worship, a strong worship, came when David was king. But from Genesis until the time David was king, worship was done on an altar. And they would take animals of the type that God wanted, either they are, God had his selected type of animals, preferably a lamb. They would kill that lamb, make a fire, set it on the altar, and the smoke would go up to heaven and God would smell that smoke and respond to the people by either giving them rain giving them good weather, and uh, occasionally he would speak. Genesis 8, let's go to Genesis 8 and 20, was a typical example of something of this sort happening. Genesis 8 and 20 says, and Noah built an altar, and on the altar was the thing that they offered it on. Altars were made out of wood in some cases. 
most time God wanted them out of stone. But it said, And Noah built an altar unto the Lord and took of the clean, every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar. So he would take a clean animal, couldn't offer a hog or a buzzard, wanted something clean to offer it up to the Lord. And the Lord smelled a sweet savor. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake, for the imagination of man is hard, is evil for his use. Nevertheless, I never, and neither will I again smite anymore everything living as I have done. So what happens, and hear me good, the Lord now, praise the Lord, he uh, uh, Noah makes a sacrifice, send it up to the Lord, the Lord's anymore, simply because what I smelled that Noah sent up. Just an offering. Genesis chapter 12 and 7, part of this sacrimony system of worship was to not only have an altar, but whenever they would sacrifice, they would call on the name of the Lord. Genesis 12 and 7, And the Lord appeared unto Abraham and said unto thy seed, Will I give this land? And there built he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. So you'll see, the altar back then and the smoke back then was almost like our praise. So the Lord said, I'm going to bless you, and you're going to shout and clap it. But right then when the Lord said something, they just immediately went and got an animal, found him out in the woods somewhere, laid him on the altar and burned an offering up so God could smell it. That would take the place of you shouting today. Uh, let's read it again, verse 7. And the Lord appeared unto Abraham and said, Thy seed will I give this land, and there built he an altar at the Lord who appeared unto him. Amen. And he removed from thence unto a mountain, and he uh, on the east of Bethel, pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west and higher on the east. And there he built an altar unto the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. He built an altar, lit a fire, called on the name of the Lord. Genesis 13 and 1. Follow me. And Abraham went up out of Egypt, he and his wife, and all that he had, and Lot with him. And to the south, and Abraham was very rich in cattle and silver and gold. And he went on his journey from the south, even to Bethel, to the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between Bethel and Hare, unto the place of the altar which he had made there at first. And there Abraham called on the name of the Lord. So not only did they build altars, they built altars and they left those altars there. And as they're traveling back and forth, they find those altars that they had built. They go back to those altars and pray or offer sacrifice to the Lord again. Somebody say hallelujah. An altar was a place of sacrifice. Um, it was a place where something died. It was some, a place where something had to be given up. You know, 
people want to worship God, but they want to, don't want to worship God with sacrifice. We want everything to be convenient when it comes down to worship, which means we want to worship and we want to make sure that we're not tired. We want to worship, we want to make sure that church starts at a certain time, we get out at a certain time. We want a prayer meeting that works around our schedule. We want, when we come to the house of God, we feel like I ought to be totally refreshed. Let me get plenty of rest and then I'll come to church. But those are not sacrifices. See, in the New Testament, the sacrifices is no longer an animal. A sacrifice is no longer a bull, a sacrifice. You become that sacrifice. And if every condition has to be just right and favorable of your circumstances, then you really haven't given God a sacrifice. Sunday mornings is not a sacrifice to most of us. Wednesday night is not a sacrifice to most of us. 21 nights is a sacrifice. 21 nights and then, hallelujah, prayer in the day, 6 o'clock, fasting. These are sacrifices. And God responds to sacrifice because it's a person who's giving God more. Y'all with me, saints of God? Oh, I wish I, 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 I wish I, I wish you all were here. When God asks you for something, He wants something that hurt. He wants something that's valuable. That's why you might not get everything you want from God in six o'clock prayer, but you might get it in three o'clock a.m. prayer because that's sacrifices. That's your sleep time. That's your bedtime. Are y'all with me? Wish I had a witness here. But that's how you get the blessings of God. And, 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 and I have found out that I don't arrange church around what's convenient for everybody. I will not cut out Sunday night service. I don't care who don't come and who shut down. Because the evening sacrifice is where God always appears. Hallelujah. I'm going to talk about that tonight. Because the evening sacrifice is after you've done everything in the day. Got war out on your job. War out with your children. Then you got a sacrifice you can give. Hallelujah. When God went to Abraham, he said, Abraham is no longer, because notice this, we read this, Abraham was rich in cattle. He had cattle. He had oxen. And God said, I don't want any of that anymore because those are no longer sacrifice. Because you got plenty of cattle and you can go out there and get them whenever you want. But now, I want a sacrifice and your goats and your cattle and sheep are no longer sacrificed. So now I want your son. 
I want something that's got value to it because you got too many sheep. Y'all with me? Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. Oh, God says, I want because the less you have of it, the more valuable it is. My God, somebody say hallelujah. Pastor, I don't have a lot of time. Well, that's what God wants. When you don't have a lot, that's what he wants because that's when it's valuable. I don't have a lot of money. Well, that's when your money becomes valuable, when you don't have a lot. Remember the story of the widow? The Bible said they was giving the offering and all of those rich people put all that money in and this little old widow came and put one penny in and Jesus said, she gave more than all of y'all. And they couldn't reason, how did she give more? He said, because you all gave out of abundance. But she gave all that she had. So if I have a million dollars and I give a thousand, I, 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 I've given a small percent. But if you got a thousand dollars and you give all, you gave a hundred percent. Well, I might have gave one percent. And what God is saying, the less you have of it, the more I want of it. You know when your prayer time is valuable? When you're working overtime. And you still say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get down there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray. You know when your sacrifice is worth something? When you're at the Martin Luther King parade and they got ribs and chicken and cake all around and then you say, I'm not going to eat then. Some of y'all call me. That's why I say, no. Not this time. Because that's sacrifice. Ain't no need you fasting if you ain't got no food in your house. That ain't no fast. You just ain't got no money. You starving. They ain't fasting. But when you just grocery shop, they got all the Debbie cakes and everything in there, and then you don't eat, that's a sacrifice. God set Abraham up for a sacrifice because he had Ishmael in Isaac and God said, send Ishmael away and then after Ishmael is gone, then he said, now nah, take Isaac and slay him because I'm setting you up. And because a sacrifice causes God to bless you abundantly. See, after Abraham offered uh, Isaac, God didn't say, um, boy, I'm going to bless you. And I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to bless you again. He came the second time and said, I'm going to bless you. Because he gave a sacrifice. So sometimes when God brings you into a place of little, it's because he's trying to set you up for a sacrifice. And the sacrifice sets you up for a blessing. God told Abraham, I want you to send Ishmael away. Now offer Isaac. Now I can bring a blessing. So some of you don't understand why God has put you in all these tights and these conditions. And you figure the less time you have, the less time you should give God. You feel like the less money you have, the less money you should give God. The less resources you have, the less you should give God. When God is saying, no, when you have less, it means more. When you when you when you when you got less money, it's more valuable to God. When you have less time, it's more valuable to God. Can you put your hand together and give God a praise and say hallelujah? Get me Romans chapter 
12 and 1. And while you're going to look at somebody, say, I don't know, I don't want to just praise him. And I don't want to just worship him. I want to go into sacrifice. Somebody say hallelujah. Can somebody say hallelujah? Learn how to praise God when your body tired. Praise and worship leaders sometime uh, come to praise and worship. Somebody asks you want to leave praise when I don't feel good. I'm tired. I'm hurting. My corn hurt. My feet hurt. My knee hurt. God know it hurt. But he said, let everything that have breath. And I will bless the Lord at, so that's when it's valuable. See, Paul and Silas got beat up and whipped, but yet they understood it was time to give God a praise. That's a sacrifice. A sacrifice can get you what your praise can get you. A sacrifice can get you what your worship can get you. So you don't tell God no because you feel a certain way in your body. I'm tired, I'm woe out, and, and, and God sets you in these conditions so he can see what you're going to do. God set Abraham up to see what he was going to do. He said, all right, your only son, you ain't got but one son now, now offer it up to me. I put you in a condition to make you give me a sacrifice. God will let you lose your job to see where you still pay tithe. God will give offering. God will let something happen to you and see where you still praise God. He will let you lose your job and see where you still make the sacrifice. Is there anybody here tonight that's interested in giving God a sacrifice of praise? We sang the song, but we treat it the same. We bring sacrifice of praise. There's a difference between a praise and a sacrifice of praise. How many of y'all work today and, and you're tired in your body and you thought about whether I should go or not? How many of you got some ailments somewhere, but yet you press your way into the house of the Lord? You ought to give God a praise and say, hallelujah. It's a sacrifice for me to sing, a sacrifice for me to worship. In the book of Romans chapter 12 and 1, this is what God is trying to tell us in 12 and 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. He says, I'm, I'm begging you by the mercies of God, present your body a living sacrifice. Brother Perch, uh, praise the Lord, uh, T, and Angel, when you come to church, you have somewhat of a heads up on us. You start off ahead already. You're driving all the way from Fort Meade here. You're driving all the way from Tampa here. There are other places you could have stopped, other things you could have done. So, uh, 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 Brother King, Amen. And Sister King, you drive a distance. You said something on uh, Sunday morning. I'm grateful for that. That's why people have to learn how to give God more. Give God more till you go into sacrifice zone. Brother King, they already drive a distance here. And we've been having some dilemmas that I'm going to fix before the meeting out. Well, after the meeting over, I want to get it with brothers driving the van. So, and thank you, Shamari. You've been faithful in it. But there's been this, and Brother King just heard it and said, you know what? If I got to drive every morning and go pick them up, I'll pick them up and bring them back. Just let me know. So that's sacrifice. Some of y'all don't give up nothing. 
You just come to church. Ain't, ain't not, don't nothing hurt you. You just, and, and, and that's why you don't get the blessing you get because you just a regular, what? See, praise is one thing, but to sacrifice? People are here today. They're here today. And they're, they're taking this big day aside on January 15th and they're celebrating a person's birthday. They're celebrating Martin Luther King's birthday. All right? But there was other civil rights leader with him that walked with him, that marched with him, and they were just as important into the civil rights struggle as well, but they didn't die. And because they got killed, because he got killed, he has a special recognition on a special day. There were other presidents. But at least two or three that you remember, you remember Washington because he was the first, but you remember Kennedy and Lincoln because they were killed. And of course, McKinley was too. So you'll remember those especially because they got killed. They, 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 they gave up something. They gave a sacrifice. And it is the same way in the spirit of God. God marks people that gave sacrifices. In fact, if you die and you get killed for the gospel, you don't go straight into heaven. The Bible says those souls are under the altar because they are sacrifices. Don't let anyone fool you. If you have an ability, and don't let anybody, I thank God for you musicians, but don't let any of these non-sacrificial musicians get in your ear because they are after only the financial benefit, the contracts, and they don't care anything. They don't have a heart for music like you have a heart. So you gotta, when you got a heart for it, see, see, sacrifice is when you come out here three or four hours just practicing and practicing and playing. And ain't nobody there, but I won't. And, and then what God does for that sacrifice, he gives you an ability that they don't have. He puts his presence on you that they don't have. So sometimes we get upset I've been there because you get upset because people don't give what you give. And you get upset, man. I, I'm coming out here by myself and you, if you don't be careful, you'll be complaining. I come out here by myself and none of the musicians come. And Don't worry about it because God will give you something that they don't have. And when they're up there playing offbeat and can't get it, and can't, God said, that's what I gave you for your time. See, when you put something in, God will give you some extra. Y'all ain't saying nothing. But the frustration of seeing people not give what I give and not putting in what I put in, it bothers you. But God said, I bless that. I'll give you a blessing for what you put in. Somebody say hallelujah. I have watched lazy preachers that don't go to church, don't, don't give sacrifice, don't give time, don't put in. And I've watched churches empty and never grow. I put in and God has blessed this ministry. Y'all with me, saints of God? And everything I touch, he put his hand on it and bless it and let it excel. When you give God, he will bless you. Don't let, don't let nobody get in your ear and talk to you and discourage you. Because God said, don't be weary in well-doing. And due season, you'll reap if you faint not. People want more out of God, more, but they give him less. I've watched people who've been doing things 20, 30, 40 years 
and don't get their success of somebody been doing it a year because God add to them. Somebody say hallelujah. Just your praise when you go the extra mile in your praise can get you a blessing. There were other people that was kings like David but you don't hear nothing about those kings because they just got on the throne but David wasn't just on the throne. David was a praising king. He was a shouting king. He was a sacrificing king. And, and what happens, all of the other kings, they just offered God lambs and bullocks. And David said, that ain't enough. Y'all get some music. He's been that good and all y'all throwing is some lambs on the table. He need more than lamb chops. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And lamb ribs. And David created his own type of sacrifice. David went out there and created a band and created worship. And so now while they're offering up sacrifices to the Lord, he said, put some music with that smell. And while the smell is going up to God, David is playing on his harp. I hope you enjoy this and singing to God, serenading God. Hallelujah. And God said, you know what, David? I'm going to make out of all the kings of Israel, your kingdom is going to be an everlasting kingdom. And I'm going to call myself the son of David. I didn't say I was the son of Solomon. I didn't say, y'all with me, saints of God. I didn't say I was the son of Saul. But I don't mind being called the son of David because you worship me and you suck something up. Somebody say hallelujah. Can you put your hand together and give God a praise and say hallelujah and David hallelujah that was his attitude towards God one time David sinned well a lot of time David sinned but this one particular time David sinned because you were not supposed to number Israel uh, and whenever you numbered Israel, you were supposed to take a, a few shekels of money when you numbered them. And David numbered them and didn't take the shekels. And God was upset with David and killed so many thousand men. And they said, the only way to stop God from killing folk, you got to get a sacrifice and put it at the threshold of the door and God will stop killing and one of the folk went to David and said, David, I'm going to give you, hallelujah, the threshold. I'll give it to you. Get 1 Samuel 24 and 21. And Araniah said, wherefore is my Lord the king come to his servant? And David said, to buy the threshing flow of thee. I want to buy it. To build an altar unto the Lord that the plague may be stayed from the people. And Arania said unto David, Let my Lord the king take and offer up what seemeth good unto him. Before he is the oxen for the burnt offering and the threshing instruments and other instruments of the oxen for wood. Say, Go ahead, take it. You can have it. Get it for free. All these things did Ashranah. As a king give unto the king, and Ashnah said unto the king, The Lord thy God accept thee. And the king said unto Ashnah, Nay, but I will surely buy it. I don't want it free. Don't give it to me free. Of thee, at a great at a price. 
neither will I offer burnt offering unto the Lord my God of that which cost me nothing. He said, nope, do not give me these sheep and animal and don't give me the altar. I will not offer God something free. It's got to cost me something. One of the things that you were supposed to do in the Bible when you offered a sacrifice to God, you were supposed to go out and get your own lamb. You're supposed to cut him up. You're supposed to kill him. You're supposed to keep him for a whole year and take care of him and offer him up. That's why when Jesus went in the temple and beat them out of the temple, he beat them out of the temple because there was no sacrifice. They had went and brought the animals up there themselves and the person didn't have to go look for them. They made it convenient. What people have done today is made worship convenient and that's why God don't respond. Uh, yeah, it, it's convenient to stay home and watch television on a stream in your house with your Mickey Mouse uh, 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 bedroom slippers on in a robe sitting in the bed. And everybody said, that, oh, that's a good way to do it. That's convenient, but that ain't no sacrifice. It, it ain't no sacrifice. When you get up on a Sunday morning, take your bath, brush your teeth, put on your clothes, got to come to church, got to drive to get here, that's a sacrifice. That's why this little home stuff ain't doing it. God say for Take not the assembling of yourself together as the man of somehow. Somebody asked, well, why can't we just stay home? We can get the word there. No, but you move the sacrifice. You move the sacrifice. Somebody say hallelujah. My God, can somebody give God a praise? If, if it was only about preaching, if it was only about, amen, God is not going to try to make it convenient for you. He wants you to put something up for it. He wants you to put something in it. And amen, praise the Lord. I want to tell you something. Amen. When you understand sacrifice, you understand God gets what he wants. Brother, I'm tired. Brother, I'm sick. He makes no stipulation that I should get anything slack because you're sick. I will bless the Lord at all times. He makes no stipulation that you should give something God any less because you have a, a tired or woe out. He says let everything that have breath praise the Lord. I think everybody ought to praise him. We go to grocery stores. They don't give you no discount because something wrong with your leg. They don't give you no discount because you tired. They, don't, they want the same money. And God said if you can walk in a man's store, give him the same thing and here you come in my house and can't give me the same thing. Your job call you to work. You go rather you're tired. You go rather you feel good and you go and give them what they want. And when you come in my house, I I want you to give me what I want. You can sit down on a job eight hours. Whether you're typing, whether you're picking fruit, y'all ain't saying nothing. Whether you're on the computer, whether you're behind a counter, you sit there eight hours. And you're on the phone, and even if you're tired, you put your best out there. Hello, may I help you? Hello, may I take your order? And you're dirt tired, but you're going to come to my house with an attitude and praise me with an attitude and sit down and cross your arms on me, and I made you and created you. I want everything that have breath to give me some praises. Somebody in here ought to praise God. I don't care how tired you are. I don't care what's hurting you. He deserves a praise. And God said, when I see somebody 
that knows how to praise me in those conditions, then I'll heal your body. When I see somebody that knows how to praise me, so everything gets what it wants but God. The, the children still get a mother. Sick, tired, whatever the problem is. The husband still get a wife. The job still get an employee. But God loses his worshiper. Now you give everybody else. You're still cooking for the children. You're still cleaning. Y'all ain't saying nothing. You're still mowing the yard. You're still going to work. But when it comes down to me, you want to be slack. And I'm the best thing that ever happened to you. The only reason you can be a wife, a husband, a mother, is because I gave you breath. And you mean to tell me you're going to slight me and you here because of me. In you, you live and have your being and you can't tell me thank you. want you to enter my gates with thanksgiving I still want you to enter my courts with praise I still want you now I want some folk that are here that's got some tiredness in your body and some weakness in your body I want you to give God a sacrifice of praise I, somebody that's been through something somebody say hallelujah I mean give it to him I thank you <laughs> pastor's hurting Pastor Magas, Pastor Mendes, Pastor Mavad. You imagine God asking you to kill your child. You act like God done not ask you something bad because he asked you to come to Sunday school or Monday night prayer meeting. God went down to this man and said, give me your boy. Kill him. All of you that got children, you know how difficult that is. God asking you to give him Dominique, to give him Champ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. To give him Zach. You're supposed to be to that point, whatever God asks, he can get it. Now, I know if you can't give him an hour of praise, or a clap, he can't have no son. Now, Abraham didn't even get a chance to offer, to slay Isaac. But because he was willing, God tapped him on the shoulder and said, don't kill him. All I wanted to see is where you at. And some of y'all don't know it, God just trying to see where you at. He put you in those conditions to see where you're at. Because he said, I want to bless you, but I got to test you before I bless you. I want to give you the house, but I want to see, can you praise me in the apartment? I want to give you the job, but I want to see, can you praise me at that convenience store job? And then I open the door. See, some of y'all don't miss your blessing. Because when God bless you with a little money, a little settlement, you couldn't even pay tithe on that. He said, no, no, they can't get nothing else because that little bit of money, I, I gave them $2,000. They couldn't even give me two hundred. dollars Now, I can't give them 200000 So you make sure when God bless you a little bit that you give God what he's supposed to have. Don't let no insurance check, no settlement. Y'all ain't said nothing. Get you the 
it to it because some of y'all know how to give tithe off your salary but you don't know how to give tithe when God gives you an increase you don't know how to respond to things like that so you'll slip up and God say stop it right there because they've proven to me that they can't be trusted you got to know how to give God's stuff when it's hurting you got to know how to give God's stuff when it costs you something I need somebody in here to understand even when you're going through in your marriage even when you're going through in your family even when you're going through in your job you got to come in here you got to praise him you got to say thank you you got to say glory hallelujah 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 my God, you got a few more nights. This is your chance to show God something. This is your chance to show God, Lord, I'm wore out, I'm tired, but I'm coming in there. I'm going to drag this body in here. I'm going to lift my hands to you. I'm going to praise you. You still got some time to show God. I'm getting up 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to get on my face. I'm going to praise. Somebody say hallelujah. And some of y'all don't understand it. Perhaps your marital condition is your sacrifice. You say, I haven't got married yet. But maybe that's the sacrifice that God is getting out of you. Maybe what you're going through and God want to see, are you going to praise me single? Because if I can't trust you to praise me when you're by yourself, you'll mess up if you get somebody with you. I can't, I can't get you to praise me. Some of y'all don't understand that little old raggedy car that you got. Amen. That little old piece of job that you got. God just want to see what you're going to do with that. And once God see what you'll do, can you praise God with a cussing for and husband can you praise God with a child in jail can you praise God with the lights off can you praise God with no money in your pocketbook he needs you to prove to him that I'll give you a sacrifice there will be nothing that detour me from praising God can you say hallelujah can you give God a praise and say hallelujah can I get somebody to praise God that your money is not in the best of the condition can I get somebody to praise God that your health is not in the best of the condition can I get somebody to praise God your relationship is not in the best of the condition but I'm going to give you glory I'm going to give you praises I'm going to give you thanks somebody say hallelujah and don't you get weary don't you get down because you see yourself giving so much in the ministries and some people look like they give God whatever they want to give him. There are saints that give God leftovers and then there are people that are dedicated to God. Amen. But let me tell you something. You can't give God no more than he's going to give you. And when you see God exalt those people that learn how to sacrifice that learn how to give themselves up to God. Somebody say hallelujah. Can you praise God and say hallelujah. Amen. Grab somebody by the hand and tell them let's give him a sacrifice. Not just a praise, but a sacrifice of praise. Ah, glory to God. Amen. Not just something that's thrown together. I want to give God something of value. Can you say praise the Lord? Can you say hallelujah? Amen. I was in the store the other day and I was looking at an item and I was asking them, why is this item so much more expensive than the other? He said, because this is a custom made item and this is a manufactured item. The reason your pocketbook at Walmart is so cheap because they make a hundred of them in 10 
minutes. They just put them in a machine. But but the Gucci and and, and then praise the Lord and those designer purses. Somebody come and distinctively make them. You don't see a lot of them. Let me tell you, everybody can get one of those manufactured praise when the musicians play and come in on Sunday morning and do a little dance. But I want a name brand praise. I want a custom praise. Somebody say hallelujah. A customized praise. Come when you're going through something. When you're going through something bad. When you're going through something in your body. When you're going through something in your mind. When you're going through something in your family. And you're still praising God. Your praise becomes hallelujah. Customized praise. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. April you're praising God. After an open heart surgery. God looks at that specially. He said, look at that girl. Has been through a surgery. But yet, she's lifting her hands. And praising God. That's a special kind of praise. Can you say hallelujah? Put your hand together. And give God a praise. And say thank you. Say thank you. Can somebody say thank you? Can somebody give him glory? Tell somebody give him a customized praise. When he see folk like you, Mother Minnie, who's had operations on the knees, and sometimes the fingers give you a little problem, but he see your hands lifted up. He look at that hand and look at my hand and say, wait a minute. Ah, she's willing to praise me amen with issues in the hand every dance don't have the same value every shout don't have the same shout every hallelujah don't have the same value I need some folk that don't have any money in the bank but God I'm going to praise you I need some folk don't have a nice bed to lay in but I'm going to praise you I need some folk that walk down of a house with a cussing husband and said I still came to give you the praises. I need somebody that sugar diabetes is in your body but you'll tell the Lord I'm going to give you a praise. I need somebody that's been diagnosed with cancer that will tell the Lord I'm going to give you a praise when he says I will bless the Lord at all times. That means all times times. Whatever's going on, forget it and give God a praise and say thank you. Glory to God. Grab somebody by the hand and say neighbor, your situation is setting you up for a sacrifice. Your conditions are setting you up for a sacrifice. Your lost job is setting you up for a sacrifice. Your sick body is setting you up for a sacrifice. And your sacrifice is setting you up for a blessing. Can you say hallelujah? Can you say hallelujah? Look at somebody say neighbor. I don't mind the drive. I don't mind the dance. I don't mind the praise. I want to give him a sacrifice. Can you say glory?
Somebody praise him. God spoke to me, and Vlad, you'll understand this. God spoke to me. He said, your worship and praise is just like the dollar. When you go in that market, that U.S. dollar going up and down based upon what's going on. Some days it's higher, some days it's lower, lower. Sometimes stock is higher, sometimes stock is lower, based upon the news and based upon what's going on. Sometimes your praise is higher. Sometimes your praise is lower, based upon what's going on in your life. When something really bad going on in your life, and you praising God, the stock is up. Oh yeah, when you when you really got some real trouble going on in your life and you praising God, your praise is more valuable when everything going good. If your money's good, your bills paid, your health good, your children good, that's a good praise but it ain't got no value. But oh, when you're going through something. That's what came down to Job. The devil said, ain't nothing to his praise. It ain't no value in it. Look at all that stuff he got. But when God starts stripping him, his praise became more valuable. You know what you do on that stock market? Y'all sit there, you watch it, you watch it. And when that thing get up, you, you, you buy it. When it's low, get high, you sell it. That's what Paul and Silas did. When they were good, they was in jail. Wasn't nothing wrong. They weren't praising God. Wasn't no beating. They weren't praising. But after they got beat at midnight, they said, boy, it done hit now. When the aches kick in, they said, all right, it's time to praise God. So you got to know the right time to put your praise in. Ah, yeah, it ain't valuable when you got all that stuff. But boy, when you going through something, that's when you come in shout. That's when you come in dance. That's when you come in praising. Right now, I got some 1950 vehicles. A night, I tell you what, a 1942 Corvette is worth more than a 2023 Corvette. Why? Because it's rare. And ain't a lot of them out there. Amen. A, a going through praise is worth something because it's rare. Because people that going through something, they don't like to praise God. But when God can see somebody when God can see somebody when God can see somebody praising him Now I see, I see people walking every day. I see them walking every day. But when you ride down the road 
I see somebody walking in the rain. What are they doing out there walking in the rain? It catches your attention. It stand out because the conditions said they ought to be in. My God, I see folks shouting all the time, but when you see somebody shouting in the rain, shouting in the storm, shouting and dancing God before the Lord when bills are behind, praising God when family has rejected you. Everybody in the building ought to lift your hands and say hallelujah. Now, but, but the devil gets you because at the most valuable time of your praise, he got you pouting. At the most valuable time of your praise, when it's really in there, you let what you're going through get a hold of you and you hold back and you don't realize that's when your praise works something. It, it's valuable then, but that's the time you don't want to praise it. That's the time you want to come in and with an attitude. That's the time you want to give up, but that's the time that God says it's worth something. It means something. It's worth something. Somebody that's going through a sudden order, just lift your hands up and say hallelujah. Somebody ought to praise him. Somebody that everything ain't together ought to praise him. Somebody that all your bills ain't paid ought to praise him. Somebody that's going through something ought to praise him. Why don't you give him a praise? Come on, stand to your feet with me. Hiya. Glory. That's right. That's right. That's right. God, God got to see what you're doing, sister. Thank God. Lost her husband a few weeks ago. But I've been seeing her in revival. It's a press, but she there. You, you lost your husband just less than less than 30 days. But she been coming, reaching out. It's a sacrifice. Oh, but God, I want you to know you're still worthy. I want you to know I still thank you. I want you to know I still praise you. I want you to know I still glorify you. Come on, saints. I'm going to get out of here. But just let some worship go up. Yes, I know this. I'll say this. I, I did a study on the people that got miracles from the Lord. And I noticed the people that got miracles, they were always, they were doing something afflicted. I didn't really notice it. But the blind man was crying out when he was blind. And that's what got Jesus' attention. There was a whole lot of other people crying out, but there was a blind man said, Jesus. And then, it, then, then, then not only that, 
Then the other blind folk were following. They were two blind men following and couldn't see, but they, they followed behind. Jesus. They didn't let their eyes stop their mouth. Then the other woman that got a miracle, she went to Jesus and said, Jesus, have mercy on my daughter. And Jesus said, I can't give that which is holy to the dog. She was crying. And when Jesus told her no, she came back worshiping him. I just told you no and you worshiping me? I just turned you down and you worshiping me? She stopped crying and started worshiping. So you got a miracle. Other man got a miracle. They brought him on a bed. He went to service on a bed. And Jesus told him to get up. Y'all see all the other people, the, 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 the one was trying to worship him with the hand crippled. He said, stretch it out. Y'all ain't saying nothing here. God wants somebody in a condition. Paul and Silas had got beat up and they prayed. God wants somebody in a condition. You want out of your condition, praise him in your condition. If you want out of your condition, praise him in your condition. Praise him. Glory to God. Shut up, stop, I feel something here. Glory to God. I know you're hurt. I know you're broken. I know what you've been through is so painful. That's right, Sister William. She just lost her sister, but you're praising. You give him glory. You give him glory. Give him glory. Give him glory. Ah, my, 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 my. Higher. I get ready to dismiss. I, I, I hope y'all get it. He's trying to get a sacrifice. He's trying to get a sacrifice. Trying to pull something out of you that you don't have in normal conditions. Lord, if I could, if I could just show you what value is when you're going through what it's worth when you've been going 21 nights and you still press your way what it's worth in Sunday school and Bible classes how God views it differently You can't take a man, and I want you to see this. If I put Brother Perch up to race against a man 
that has restrictions. He's crippled in his leg. And he races with Brother Perch. And he gets to the finish line the same time that Brother Perch got there. And he's crippled. Even though they made it at the same time, I got to give that man a, an extra than I give him, even though they made it at the same time. Brother, brother, brother Moran, because of some accidents that have happened in his life, he has been restricted in his ability to move. I put him up against Shamari, and him and Shamari go to the finish line at the same time. Shamar, even though y'all came the same time, I'm, I'm going to reward him because he had less to deal with. He had issues to deal with. He had pain to deal with. And, 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 and listen, there are some of us in this service this week, God is looking at it differently. He look at you differently, April. He looked at some of you all he look at you different tonight. Tonight he, he looks at you different. He said, look at what she's going through. I just want my praise to be valued. I want my worship to be a sacrifice. I'll say this and then I'm going to speak to the Lord. We're going to talk together to him. This was the difference between Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel both offer sacrifice. But all Cain had to do is go get some fruit off the ground and throw it down there. But Abel had to go get it. He had to kill it. He had to skin it. He had to cut it. He had to put it on fire. Now y'all say what you want. Those little TV dinners that you get out the stove, they don't taste like your mama greens at the pot. Microwave food don't taste like no home cooked food because it's quick. There's no sacrifice. Boy, when you got to beat it, put the season in it, let it tenderize. Oh, that's different. It tastes different. Your praise tastes different. Your sacrifice tastes different. Your hallelujah tastes different in the fire. Lift your hands up. Lord, we thank you. I want you to lift your hands up while they're lifted and let God know, God, I'm going through a whole lot. I got a lot going on, but I've come here tonight just to tell you thank you. Let him know everything that you've been going through, everything that you have. You, open it up to him. Lord, I'm going through on my job, going through my house, going through it. But I made it tonight. I made it tonight. I made it just to say thank you. God, I got so much. I'm overwhelmed with so many things, but I just come to praise you. Come on, lift your hands up. Oh, Come on, open your mouth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Stress everywhere, problems everywhere. Sometimes hurting, but God, here I am with a praise. Oh, God, here I am with a praise. Lord, I don't know what you set me up for. I don't know, God, what it is that you set me up for, but I want to say thank you. 
I want to say thank you. Here I am, Jesus. Here I am, Jesus. And God, this year, I'm not going to complain about what they don't do and what this one don't do and what that one don't do. I'm going to give you what I need to give you. I find people in the church, they wonder why they won't get blessed. They're arguing about who, who want to drive the van, who don't want to drive the van. Who want to stay out the church and count, who don't want to stay out the church. Who want to do this, who want to clean up and all that. Those are sacrifices. As much as God done for you, you got, you got to beg you, kept your children alive, bless you, somebody got to drive you, beg you to stay out the church to help count. Beg you to work in the sound beg you to drive a van got to hunt you down and do things and, 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 and what, what, what kind of sacrifice are you giving to God begging praise leaders running down choir members running down musicians then you wonder why the favor of God ain't in your life Wonder why you can't keep money. Wonder why you can't keep a job. Wonder why all hell breaking loose here and there. Because God see your attitude towards ministry and towards him. You shouldn't have to beg grown men that God have give life and health and strength. Bless. Came in the church with nothing. God done bless you with houses and cars and this and that. And then you, somebody got to beg you to do something for the Lord. After church, people trying to dodge responsibility. I ain't cleaning no church. And this, this, this ain't your grandma's house, your auntie, your cousin. This is the person that gave you life. And somebody got to beg you to do something for him. Those are part of those sacrifices. See, everybody coming in, shout and dance and go home. The sacrifice when you get involved in stuff that costs you something. Costs you a little of your time. You got folk that don't understand sacrifice. Don't understand giving to God. Because it's all about them. It's all about themselves. But David said, what can I render to the Lord for all that he's done? What, what, what can I give God? What? Listen, the only thing you got is yourself. And sometimes just for God to see you giving a little bit of yourself to him, through your time, through your effort, just God seeing you give a little bit. Somebody say Hallelujah. Can you lift your hands up and praise him? Thank you. I'm, I'm going, but thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to give you a sacrifice. Thank you, Lord. You don't have to run me down to give you anything. I'm willing. I'm willing. I'm willing. I'm willing. I'm willing. Lift your hands up. I'm willing. I'm willing. I'm willing. 
Here I am, Lord. Come on, just a few minutes. I'm, don't rush it. Just lift your hands up. Thank you, Jesus. God, you gave me these hands. What can I do with them for you? What can I do with them for you, Lord? What can I give for you? What can I give? God, here's more of me. Here's more of me. God, I know you've watched me. I know you heard me complaining about what I do in church. Complaining about cleaning. Complaining about the yard. Complaining about counting. Oh, we're going to be out there late again. You would have been late out there in that crack house. And you might have been dead if God hadn't spared you. Forgive us. Forgive us not for not giving an opportunity to sacrifice. God, forgive us not for not wanting to give you more of us. God, forgive. Thank you, Justin. God, thank you. You healed us when we were sick. Brought us out when we were down. Made ways and opened doors. God, we repent. God, whatever you want from me. Whatever you want. Come on, everybody. Whatever you want. Lift your hand. Whatever you want. Here it is, Lord. Whatever you want. Here is my body. A living sacrifice. Here it is, Jesus. A living sacrifice. Some of y'all living in houses that God made ways for. Driving cars that God made ways for. Open doors for you that you never thought would be open. And I just want a little bit of your time in the kitchen. A little bit of your time to serve. A little bit of your time to witness. A little bit of your time to work with some young people. A little bit of your time to give some service. You're going to complain the whole time and be mad and attitude towards God. But yet you love him, but it's too much for him. You love him. Oh, they ask for another offering. You love him. Another service, you love him. Again, you love him. Anytime there's an opportunity to make a sacrifice for God. Let's do that. Even when it's tough. Even if it's rough. Do you know how many people that I've had to move off of auxiliaries and put off of positions because they weren't willing to work? Wasn't willing to give God some of yet. Begging, begging, begging. God, give me more, give me more, give me more, give me more, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. But don't have nothing to give to God. He, we should be the one trying to give to him. He done, done so much for us, we ought to be offering to him. But we want more of him. We done turn, we done turn the light. We turn the tide like we God and He given to us. Give me, give me. Don't you know you owe him? You the one should be. You don't go to public and tell them people to give you no money for getting their stuff. You give to them. When you come to the house of God, it ain't about you getting. When you pray, it ain't about you getting. God ain't your genie. 
you ought to be giving him something. Driving a van is giving time. Working in the finance department is giving time. Working in the yard is giving time. And you sitting right here complaining. You're not God, but you sit back like gods. Get on your knees and beg him, give me this, give me this, give me this. You're supposed to be giving to him. Present your body. Just look at our sound in the spiritual realm. We get to praying. We sit down. God, give me a house. God, give me a car. God bless my children. God do this while you sit down. God, 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 give me, give me, give me. But then God asks you for something. You can't give him nothing. We reversed it around. God wants your time. God wants your praise. God wants your labor. God wants your strength. Love the Lord with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and your spirit. Give him something. Give him some time in that van on Sunday mornings. Give him some time in that choir rehearsal. Give him some time in prayer meeting. And stop complaining. I respect T. Where you working? Tampa. And I think his mindset is this. If I can get to that job every day in Tampa and drive over to Tampa every day, I can get to church. He got children just like you got children. He got a wife just like you got a wife. But I'm not going to drive way down in the temple and come over here and get these people time and then, and then some of y'all right around the corner you can't even give them time in the church. Nine o'clock. Very rarely nine o'clock meeting this young man ain't there. Nine o'clock in the morning, he's there. You got to make a sacrifice. You make it other places. I watch some of y'all young preachers and you young ministers. Sit out like your head can't have come to church, but y'all be at that basketball game. And y'all be playing uh, 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 Monopoly. I see your Facebook page, Monopoly and basketball. Now, you can play Monopoly, you can come to prayer. play basketball you can come to prayer you get a hold of God and get, get that relationship with, now I'm not against you playing ball I'm not against you playing but when you have so much to complain about when it comes down to God and give God nothing but you got time for everything else and I don't care how you look at me I mean what I'm saying if you want the sacrifice and the blessing of God give God more give God more give God more give God some sacrifice God just showed you how quick he can take your life. Your daughter, your son, Marcus, he can snatch you just like that. How close you were to death? The man that hit the car, dead. But you're alive. Not once, but twice the Lord, your daughter almost slipped out of here. But the mercy of God. And, I, and you, you ought to give him everything.
Ah, God, when that music playing, you ought to be shouting, you ought to be dancing. Ain't nothing too much for God. He bring us through things. And when he bring us through, we take them for granted. Operations, sicknesses, diseases. He bring us through and we take it for granted. He giving you a reason. This is a reason to praise me. You, sometimes you act like you don't appreciate it. Say, I'm going to give you a reason to appreciate me. He's so merciful. He's merciful enough to let us know even ahead of time this going to happen, that going to happen but I'm going to cover you. God, I'm sorry if I've been slack. Not just in coming to church but working in the kingdom. Giving a sacrifice. Giving my time. Giving you me. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Everybody, let's walk up to this altar. Let's walk up to this altar. I'm getting ready to pray. Businesses that you don't deserve. Miracles that you don't deserve. Here I am, God. Lift those hands up. Hallelujah. Lift them up. Thank you, Jesus. I want to give you more, God. I want to give you more. I want to do more in the kingdom. I want to do more in the kingdom. God, I want to give you a sacrifice. Keep playing. Don't change nothing. Lift your hands up. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, here I am. Lord, I repent for the time that you wanted to praise and I wouldn't give it. The time you wanted a sacrifice but I was too overwhelmed with my issues and my problems and my family, my marriage, my home, my money, my job that I couldn't give it. God, I repent for becoming so overwhelmed with my own personal issues that I failed to praise you. I failed to worship you. I felt to thank you, God. I repent that I let him, her, or it. I repent, Lord. I repent, Lord. And then I want to thank you for your mercy. Thank you for sparing somebody like me, God, that doesn't always show their appreciation. Don't always show their thanks. God, you don't deserve to be slack because of my conditions. You don't deserve to be slack because of my situation. God, I'm alive because of you. I'm blessed because of you. I have the things I have because of you. And God, I want to praise you. I just want to come back and say thank you. Thank you, Jesus. And this year, God, I pray that you give me the strength to find something that I can give as a sacrifice to you. 
God, don't let me be caught up in the people and see what others are doing. Let me just focus on what you want me to do. God, I want to give you more. Lift your hands up, Lord. I want to give you more. I want to give you a sacrifice. God, working with the young people ain't too much for me. Working with the women's department ain't too much for me. Working with the brotherhood. Working in the yard. Working in the church. Whatever it is, God, here am I. I give, I give myself to you, Lord. Forgive us if we've been selfish. Forgive us if we've been complainers. Sacrifices those other things that we're called to do in ministry. Sacrifices those things that go beyond church service and shouting and tamarind big sacrifices and stand up on the phone sometimes ministering to saints. God, I want to give you a sacrifice. I want to give you a sacrifice. Hallelujah, I want to give you a sacrifice. Come on, talk to him. Just a few minutes, talk to him. He's dealing with the heart. He's dealing with the heart. He's dealing with the heart. God sacrifices working in ministry, working in the choir, working on the usher board. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. Give me, God, give me, give you a sacrifice. Giving a part of myself up for ministry. I praise you, Lord. I praise you, Lord. Sometime, I'll say this as I'm going. Sometimes people are really looking for what their purpose is in God. And so what is it that God wants me to do? First of all, God don't want you to wait on him to tell you to do something. He said, whatever your hand find to do. Find something that's not being done, that should be done. Something that you complain about. Say, oh, they ought to do this and do it. Whatever your hands find to do. You, you waiting for some voice to tell you to do something. What did you find that need to be done? You don't need to be called by God to pick up some trash. You don't need to be called by God to get a lawnmower and mow the yard. Before you get to that call of God, you get to what you see. Whatever your hands find to do. Before God called Moses, Moses went and tried to fight a man himself because he saw what he was, where he was at. God, what can I do? What can I do? What can I, where can I find myself in ministry giving a sacrifice because church ain't enough. Brother King, you opened up something when you came in the other day. I was praying and I'm going to say this in closing and the Holy Ghost spoke to me. That's why I'm ministering this message tonight. The Lord provoked me. I was in the front. He came up to me and said, Pastor, I'm going to tell you something. He said, that van, I see there's been a problem with getting people on that van back and forth. And I don't want to hinder them saints that's trying to come because those people really want to come. I want to make sure. He said, I tell you what, 
get me a key, get me a gas tank. I'll bring my wife here. I'll come. And if you need me every morning, uh, alternate morning, whatever it was, I didn't ask. Sacrifice is not asking you what to do. It's finding you seeing something that needs to be done and do it. And by the way, if that's, if, see, 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 what, what happened is people like the ministry that sing. They like that ministry in that pulpit, that ministry, whatever, but ministry is, 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 is outside too. Say, so what would you have me to do? You ain't ride up in, see nothing you can do? You ain't looking at this chest, see nothing you can do? You got some more time for prayer? Can you pray for me? Can you come out and cry for me some? Can you come out and cry for the church and just lay out? Not at any particular time. Not, 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 Pastor, I got, I, you know what? I'm going to pray for two hours at the church, just lay out before the Lord and pray. That's what can be done. Y'all with me? Praise the Lord, we got a, we got a ministry uh, for, let's bring some water. Let's bring some water. Let's help with the water. Y'all see? Those are sacrifices. Most important, God said there's a negative spirit that wants to kill your sacrifice. Don't let anybody come to you and tell you, I wouldn't be doing that. Let them do it. Stop it. That's a, that's a spirit. I, I hear it. Jesus. God, we thank you tonight. God, we've come to you. We praise you for what you've spoken to our hearts. God, you'll see a change in us. You'll see a change in me. You'll see a change in the way that I respond. I'm going to give you all of me. In Jesus' name. May the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ rest, rule, and abide with you. Hence, now and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Some of you, the Lord, put on your heart. Keep playing. To lay before God and pray tonight, you can pray. Those that are seeking for the Holy Ghost, why don't you come? Sister Williams, come.